630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. And things are going to happen fast here, folks. So if you hear me pause a lot, and it's Dave Campbell, by the way, again, for Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad Inside Sports. Reed off this week. He'll be back on a Monday. But, uh, yeah, things are happening fast and furious uh, down in the NBA bubble right now. Today, all three scheduled playoff games have been postponed with players around the league choosing to boycott in their strongest statement yet against racial injustice. Games between the Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magic, Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder, the LA Lakers and Portland Trailblazers were all called off. Now the NBA has said all three games will be rescheduled yet did not say when. The dramatic series of moves became or began when the Bucks, the NBA team from Wisconsin, of course, the state rocked in recent days by the shooting uh, by police officers of Jacob Blake, a black man uh, didn't take the floor for their playoff game against the Magic. The teams are set to begin their game five matchup at two o'clock Edmonton time with the Bucks needing a win to advance to the second round. Players have been discussing boycotting games in the bubble after the shooting of Blake by police in Kenosha, Washington. More discussions were scheduled uh, today, but even before that, the Bucks apparently decided that they would act upon um, their, uh, you know, basically saying that this is something they might do and they acted upon it. It's interesting because the NBA originally said to the Orlando Magic, this is a forfeit. And the Magic said, we do not accept that. We do not accept the forfeit. So we are sitting this one out as well, uh, obviously, with the Bucks, And then the ripple effect happened. Now, the Celtics, Boston Celtics, uh, Toronto Raptors series was supposed to uh, begin tomorrow, their second round matchup. And they have met, they met yesterday discussing game one, uh, a boycott of game one of their Eastern Conference semifinal series. Nick Nurse, the head coach of the Raptors, defending NBA champions and the uh, coach of the year for this NBA season, talked about that there is a possibility. Fred Van Vliet spoke yesterday, the Raptors guard, very uh, passionately and angrily, but very pointedly about how upset he is over this latest turn of events with Jacob, uh, with Jacob Blake. And there's been talk that Van Vliet and Norman Powell may just go home, may just leave the bubble. And that talk is starting to swirl a little bit more. But here's what Nick Nurse had to say about that possibility that some of his players might just leave. No, that's not true. I have heard a couple of our guys say they think about going home, right? Um, but I don't know if that's a team-wide thing. I think uh, I'll stay with my original statement when they said, do you think it's a good idea if you go to the bubble? I say yes. I think there's much more we can do here playing and, and uh, using the platform. So that was uh, Nick Nurse uh, earlier today, as a matter of fact, just speaking about uh, the fact that his players are just basically thinking about maybe just leaving the bubble altogether. So, um, and this has ripple effects around as well. And and things are happening really fast here, really, really fast. So um, I'll just update you on some other sports. Uh, The WNBA is also playing games in Orlando. All of their games tonight have been postponed as well. And in the major leagues of baseball, Milwaukee Brewers, uh, their game against the Cincinnati Reds uh, has been postponed as well. So, and also getting word, um, hang on here, another game has been postponed. 
I can tell you the NHL is not postponing any games tonight. Uh, now, there was one game that happened earlier uh, today, and that was the New York Islanders and the uh, Philadelphia Flyers game two of their second round Eastern Conference playoff series. And it was won by the Philadelphia Flyers. But when that game was going on, because it started at one o'clock Edmonton time, um, about an hour later, this is when the NBA uh, boycott started happening, obviously with the um, with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic. There is another game, I believe, that has just been called off. I'm just trying to find it here. Um, so you're going to have to bear with me. Uh, I'll read the statement later from Bill Daly, the deputy commissioner of the NHL, but he said they do not plan to postpone any games tonight. It doesn't mean that we don't, you know, it doesn't mean that players can't choose to... Um, the players can't choose to protest or, uh, you know, do whatever they feel they need to do tonight to show solidarity with, uh, with NBA players. And even this is uh, trickling into announcers. Uh, Kenny Smith is a analyst on the NBA on TNT, along with, um, of course, Ernie Johnson is the host. You got Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal as analysts. Uh, Kenny Smith walked off and he looked very visit. He looked visibly shaken by obviously the turn of events this week with Jacob Blake. And he stood in solidarity, or I guess I should say he walked out in solidarity just to show a support of NBA players. This is, this is tough. I mean, right now my head is like ready to explode. Like, just in the thoughts of what's going on and uh, I don't know if I'm even appropriate enough to say it what the what the players are feeling and how they're feeling and um, I haven't talked to any of the players I'm just like coming in even like driving here and getting into into the into the studio hearing calls and people talking and for me I think the biggest thing now is to kind of, as a black man, as a former player, I think it's for best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight. And figure out what happens after that. Yeah, I, I just don't feel quick to do that. And I respect that. The fact that everybody was unified in their decision. The last voice you heard there was Shaquille O'Neal. So Kenny Smith uh, visibly upset um, and really trying to find the words uh, within himself as a black man, as a former NBA player. uh, I think there's a lot of struggle with many people that uh, that look at another incident of a of a black man being treated so badly by police, and you know what? Myself as a 46 year old white male um, I, is I'm having a hard time with this too because I'll tell you, uh, preparing for this show was very intimidating just because I don't know how I can really put into proper context what this all means and i can tell you that i'm against racism 100 
I am against liberties being taken against black people in the United States. And I'm not saying it's just one, it's just one blanket thing that happens, but it's happening too much. This particular type of incident. We talked about George Floyd that happened, what, early June, I think. You know, it's been a crazy year. And I I think there's a a lot of questions. And I know, you know, I saw some Twitter replies from some uh, people that were with, you know, that NBA reporters tweeting uh, out the news and people connect with the NBA, even some players and, and that sort of thing. And the replies are just, I mean, wow. And you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinion, even though if it, they kind of make your head scratch. And, you know, the common theme seems to be from people who are against this is, hey, you went down there to play and I expect you to play and I'm here sitting at home expecting you to play and I want to watch you play. So what you're doing is crazy or what you're doing is I don't I don't agree with. Um, you know, uh, you know, we call it a postponement. It's almost like a kind of like a wildcat strike in some ways by the players, but they're making a statement. They're making a statement because they're frustrated at what's happening. And the NBA has been the leaders in all of this. It's interesting too, though, uh, before I talk about that four it's been f- four years ago to the day was the first time we saw Colin Kaepernick, who was a member of the San Francisco 49ers take a knee to protest racial and social injustice. So four years later, we see this other momentous occasion, but the NBA has definitely probably has been the best league in leading the way here uh, as far as um, coming out against social and racial injustice. You know, the NHL, they're playing tonight. There are some teams in Major League Baseball that decided not to play. And you know what, that's, that's their decision. Uh, just trying to find the uh, other games that are not playing. Uh, Devin Haru from CBC tweeted, the Seattle Mariners and San Diego Padres have decided not to play. The NHL, they had a moment of reflection for Jacob Blake before tonight's playoff game between the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning game three of that series with the, the series tied at one. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog of the Colorado Avalanche, and they have a game coming up tonight here in Edmonton at 8.30. Just, uh, that's game three of their series with the Dallas Stars. Uh, they are, they're up two games to none. But Gabriel Landeskog was asked today about, you know, the, the stance that NHL players could take uh, to support, you know, their NBA brothers and, and their NBA players. Because really, when you're in the pro sports realm you're you're basically you're you know it's different leagues but you i think you can come together as one as well you can come together in agreement um and we have seen some solidarity with the national hockey league but gabe landeskog talked about you know what what can nhl players do well i think you saw over the course of the last handful of months how many players have have spoken out and tried to use their platforms in a in a positive way and um, whether it's just sharing your thoughts and feelings or, or um, you know, trying to ch- create change in, in, in whichever way. So uh, it is something that we talk about. You know, it's, you know, we're a part of this world just like anybody else and um, devastated by the news, obviously. But, um, you know, it's, it's something that everybody has to handle their own way. And I think everybody's responsible for using their voice and their platform in, in the way they see fits best. So we've, we've seen 
in the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Matt Dumba had that great speech before game one between the Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks. And that was in the qualifying round. That started the whole, uh, the, the entire Stanley Cup playoffs. And we saw him take a knee for the American National Anthem. He didn't do that for the Canadian National Anthem. He said later he wished he did because he says racism exists in Canada as well. And it might not be as you know rampant, but it still does exist in Canada. But we saw, you know, Malcolm Subban of the, uh, of the Hawks and Darnell Nurse of the Oilers uh, put their hand on uh, each of his shoulders, each of Dumba's shoulders. We've seen uh, Ryan Reeves of the Vegas Golden Knights take a knee and was uh, uh, there was some solidarity from other white players from the Knights and from the Stars, notably Tyler Sagan. Uh, we saw, uh, I believe it was, uh, was it JT Miller, I believe, um, of the... Or no, I'm I'm I think I'm getting my names mixed up, but or it might have been Matt Dumba himself that raised his arm uh, during one of the uh, during the national anthems uh, before the uh, one of the games between the Wild and the Canucks. So, you know, I, that's something I want to ask Nick Lewis about, uh, former CFL receiver who uh, speaks spoke so eloquently about this uh, this this issue of racial and social injustice about uh, mid June when I was guest hosting for Reed back then talking about we can't attack each other but I, the one question i do want to ask him is so the nba players are boycotting games and we don't know if they're going to boycott you know all of the games that are scheduled uh coming up here so we're going to see another series of games tomorrow be boycotted i think that's a good chance we've seen some games in major league baseball a couple games uh the nhl is playing and is that okay is that okay that most of the Major League Baseball games are going? Is, is it okay that the NHL games are going, or should everyone have a seat? Yesterday, the Detroit Lions didn't practice to, uh, to boycott. That was their way of boycotting. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough issue to unpack, but we can't have the blinders on as well. So, you know, and a lot of this feels like March 11th, when the NBA season got canceled or postponed because of, you know, the, the COVID-19 positive test to a couple Utah jazz players, but this is a lot, you know, this is another, this is, you know, you have the virus and you have something that is just terrible in the news and terrible in society. And will this threaten the NBA season now? And there are reports that the bubble life for the NBA players is starting to get really, really, you know, it's just getting kind of, tough for them you know even though you have the some luxuries there it's just tough tough to be in one spot and you're away from your families and and that sort of thing so is this going to make it easier for the nba players just to say you know, you know like there's more there's more to life than just sports there's more to society than just sports and maybe just not maybe just not time to play so i don't know we'll keep you updated on uh what might come out in the next uh you know about hour and a half as the NBA players decide what their next moves are going to be. And we will keep you updated. And of course, we will update you on the Stanley Cup playoff action, the scoreboard uh, tonight, some news headlines. And uh, we'll navigate this as best we can. Here on 630 Chet Inside Sports, it's Campbell and for Wilkins this week. Here's a uh, speaking of Matt Dumba. He 
I just uh, put out a tweet about 10 minutes ago. NHL has always lasted the party on these topics. It's kind of sad and disheartening for me and for members of the Hockey Diversity Alliance, and I'm sure for other guys across the league. But if no one stands up and does anything, then it's the same thing. That's silence. You're just outside looking in on actually being leaders and evoking real change when you have such an opportunity to do so. So Matt Dumba on the side of the NHL should not have played tonight. Kelly Rudy, who we're going to hear tomorrow night on 6.30 Chet Inside Sports, our weekly visit um, during the pregame show on the NHL and Sportsnet says, I don't think we should be here. I think the NHL should postpone the games. I really feel we should be more supportive of Black Lives Matter. So, you know, we're dealing with uh, territory that we haven't seen before. You know, and the NBA stepping up and saying, we're just going to walk out tonight. And there's been, there's now reports around the bubble that the season is very much in jeopardy as far as the NBA season goes. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll keep uh, updating you. And yes, there is Stanley Cup playoff action going on right now. We'll update you on that after the uh, break as well. The news break from the 630 Chet 24-hour news center with Thomas Dias. We come back, Nick Lewis, former CFL receiver, man who is very well-spoken on basically anything you want to talk to. And we're definitely going to talk about this issue with uh, with the NBA tonight and racial and social injustice. Uh, and, and, uh, and well, we're going to, we're going to go deep and Nick always likes to go deep on these subjects. And, and, and like I say, very well spoken. We'll hear from him next on inside sports. Campbell for Reed Wilkins this week on 630 Chat Inside Sports. There is Stanley Cup playoff games going on today. One already in the books as the Philadelphia Flyers beat the New York Islanders in overtime by a score of 4-3. Three, uh, a 3-0 lead built by the Flyers. Kevin Hayes with two goals, the second and third of the playoffs. Sean Couturier finally finds the back of the net, his first of the playoffs. Then the rally caps are on for the Islanders. Uh, Anders Lee is fifth, Anthony Bavillier his seventh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot is sixth before Philippe Myers ends it with his third of the playoffs at the 241 mark into overtime. And the Flyers tie up that series. The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, they're underway in Toronto as uh, the Lightning, who won in overtime yesterday, trying to take a two games to one lead, and so are the Bruins. But it's the Lightning who scored uh, scores first. Andre Palat, who scored the winner in overtime, has scored his second of the playoffs just now. And uh, there was some question who would be in net for the Bruins. It is indeed uh, Yaroslav Halak, not Dan Vladder, even though there's some concern about Halak's uh, age and ability to handle the workload. Of course, Tuka Rask left the bubble for a family emergency uh, not too long ago. And still to come tonight, Colorado Avalanche against the Dallas Stars. As far as we know, that game is still a go. And um, don't expect that that's going to be uh, postponed at this point. But then again, we we just don't know. The uh, There's some a couple games that are uh, postponed in Major Leagues of Baseball. Uh, the uh, Reds and Milwaukee Brewers, they're postponed tonight. Uh, and there's another game that's postponed as well. Uh, that'd be the uh, Seattle Mariners. And uh, things are happening fast and furious tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I, my memory escapes me now. Who? Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, the San Diego Padres, they are postponed. 
So uh, those games, uh, you know, like I said, not not being played right now. All the uh, NBA games from today, the playoff games starting, uh, and it's all started with the Milwaukee Bucks, Orlando Magic. Uh, they have been uh, postponed. A player boycott. All three games are off. Don't know about the Raptors and the uh, Celtics. There's been talk about a boycott for the last couple of days. Uh, and by the way, it's two nothing Tampa Bay now. Yanni Gord scores his second or third goal of the playoffs. So uh, there's a meeting right now going on in the NBA, a bubble in Orlando. There's been some rumblings that the season is in jeopardy right now because the players are definitely thinking about leaving the bubble and just going home. Uh, Here's the NHL. They issued a statement earlier uh, or before today's game uh, or tonight's game in Toronto against the uh, Hurricanes and Bruins. Racism has been embedded in our society for far too long today and every day. The NHL and the NHL or in the hockey community are committed in the mission to combat racial injustice and achieve a fair society for all. The NHL would like to take this moment to wish Jacob Blake and his family well and call out to our fans and communities to stand up for social justice and the effort to end racism. Uh, That statement's getting ripped to shreds right now and you know, we're just going to bring in our next guest right now because I always love talking to Nick Lewis. I always have when he was a player covering uh, uh, the Edmonton football team whenever he's playing for the Stampeders or playing for the Alouettes. Uh, I've always enjoyed Nick Lewis, and he joins us uh, tonight on the show. Nick, uh, nice to chat with you. Uh, how, how you doing tonight? Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. It, it's been quite the day, I'll tell you. Uh, things yeah. just happened real fast, and even though this was this was talked about for the last couple of days, to actually see it happening, it it almost felt like a real surreal moment to see uh, the boycotts happening down in Orlando with the three games being uh, basically postponed. Uh, what a day! I mean, what, what's your reaction, Nick? Man, I'm I'm, I'm proud to see that money is not the end all be all we live in a world where people want likes people want as much money as they can make and you have guys on such a platform and pedestal that are saying that your life matters more than a paycheck and that's and that's a beautiful thing when you ask me um, I'm trying to find a, a statement here. Uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks issued a statement, and it was about seven minutes long. So obviously we can't uh, we can't play the whole seven minutes. But I can read this quote. It's from uh, Sean Doolittle. Oh, I can think this was back in May. Uh, Sports are like a reward for a functional society, um, and I believe that was that was or that was sorry that was uh, sorry. I'm getting all crossed up here anyway um but i think that that statement was was reiterated again tonight because i believe i saw it i don't know who spoke for uh um for the milwaukee bucks but basically saying the same thing is that sports is basically a reward for a functional society we're far from that right now sean doolittle's the closer for the washington nationals i got crossed up here um and he was at that time he was talking about how if you know if you don't follow the health protocols with COVID-19 you're not going to have you're not going to have uh, baseball or anything but this is obviously far more reaching and and the Bucks making the statement basically saying the sports is a reward as well for having a society that's kind of on the rails here that's on the right track and right now it's not so how can we possibly play I guess you know sports teaches us a couple things one thing it teaches us if we all have a common goal and we all can go in with a common goal, it should teach us we can get to the championship. And if we think about that in the championship of life, 
right? When you put players from different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different pasts, they're all there for one reason. And that common goal allows them to overcome all those hurdles to go out there and play as a team and to win games or to lose games as a team, and they get better. But see, in life, we still can't even agree on the simple fact that each life matters. Like, well, when you say Black Lives Matter, and people have to try to argue that, or people have to say other lives matter, and people always, like, we can't even agree on the simple sentence, Black Lives Matter, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's very disheartening because the one thing we shouldn't do as a human race, and I have on my shirt, it says one race, by the way, right now, but one thing mm-hmm. we should never do is try to justify the killing of anyone. Right. Yeah. If well you said. try to justify the killing of someone, I don't care yeah. if they're a criminal, I don't care if they're great, I don't care if they're bad, you should never try to justify the killing of anyone. That's none of our jobs on this earth is to kill anyone, right? That's that's never yep. a goal. You don't become a cop to kill someone, mm-hmm. right? And for me, when these cops put on that badge, they still have the same prejudice. They still have the same hate. They still have the same um, feelings and everything else they had before they put that on. And they're carrying that into their everyday work. Right. I do believe that you have to get rid of the bad cops. I do believe you have yep. to pay cops more money because mm-hmm. I believe it's such a specific job that you shouldn't have bad apples. You just can't have those bad apples because it makes everybody's job harder now. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a great point. And I think what this has done is ripped the kind of the, the blinders off of you know, police, the blinders off of society. And I, I totally agree with you. And uh, it's time for for people within police, the people that are in charge of police forces to get rid of those bad apples so they can never, ever be in the pool again. And, you know, hopefully they smarten up, but, you know, chances are they won't. But I think this is a total call for action here to, hey, be accountable. I mean, we, I do believe we need police, but we don't need the current police the way it's structured that, you know, you can just throw a badge on and be a police officer. If you're a bad apple, you don't get that privilege of being a police officer. It, it just seems simple to me. I, I did a, I did it on my podcast, the Little Logic podcast. I did an episode with uh, J.R. Ruffin, a former teammate of mine in Calgary. He won a great cup in, uh, in BC and Calgary. And mm-hmm. now he's a police officer in Sacramento. And he tells a story about pulling a cop off of a guy because he got agitated. And then the cop came back to him and said, I appreciate you for that because I started to lose my temper. As a rookie cop, since he's been a professional athlete before, he didn't have a problem stepping up. He didn't have a problem saying, hey, you're going too far. Hey, you know what? Let me take over because this is getting too much for you. Go calm down and come back. That's what we need. We need everyone to be accountable. If you see someone going over the line, let's let's bring them back, right? And it's got to be a better way yeah. because right now with the state of of everything being so televised, I mean, 
cops have been killing black people at a, at a rapid rate for many years. The only difference now is cell phones everywhere, body cams everywhere, police dash cams. So now you're seeing it all the time, mm-hmm. right? You're seeing yep. it, and it's in your face. And, I mean, to shoot someone seven times in the back when you had every opportunity to grab him before he got to the car, when you had every mm-hmm. opportunity to pull out a, your taser, you had every opportunity to do anything other than shoot someone in the back seven times with his three kids in the back seat for his son's eight-year-old eight birthday party. Yeah. Horrific. Absolutely 100% horrific. No question. Nick Lewis joins let me us. Get, uh, let me get this C- straight. Yeah, go this ahead. It doesn't Nick. matter what color you are. No. Right? This has nothing to do with color. This has nothing to do with political issues. This has to do with loving the fellow human beside you and treating people with compassion for the greater good of humanity. Nick Lewis joins us, former CFL receiver, uh, speaking very eloquently and very pointedly uh, about the issues of racial and social injustice uh, here on 630 Ched Inside Sports, talking about the uh, protests today or the boycott today uh, by the NBA that, that really got the ball rolling today. Milwaukee Bucks and Orlando Magics that were not playing. That has uh, uh, caused two other games to be called off for today. The NBA hopes to reschedule those games, but there's a meeting going on right now in the bubble in Orlando, and there's been some rumbles that this could be it for the season. We don't know yet. Uh, you know, I want I want to ask about uh, ask you about this uh, this this question as well, and this this point that there's there are teams and there are leagues that are not playing. I mean, the MLS I just noticed they're canceling the rest of their games or postponing the rest of their games today uh, in support. Um, the NHL is playing today. There are a couple Major League Baseball games that are not being played, uh, including the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, we have heard, uh, We I played a clip from Gabriel Landeskog of the Colorado Avalanche that said, well, we have made, you know, we have made uh, statements. Uh, we have made, um, you know, we have showed our support. Um, I don't know what the right answer here is, Nick. Like, I'm thinking to myself, did every sport, did every league have to shut down tonight in solidarity, or does that even need to happen? I wonder what your thoughts are on, on that. I think there, just has, there has to be a plan, right? There has to be a plan in place because, I mean, the logos, the the statements, they only go so far. I heard you reading off one of the Toronto teams without a statement, I think you said. Uh, and it says, I wish him well, him and his family well. Yeah. I mean, how well can you yeah. wish someone had been shot in the back seven times that's paralyzed mm-hmm. from the waist down now for the rest of their life, that's clinging on to life, right? His life has forever changed. He'll never get up and play with his kids again, right? So there's all, there's mm-hmm. been so many statements. There's been so many things. And I think there's just, you know, like I said, we just have to agree, you know, in the Constitution, it says everyone deserves their right in court. If someone's a criminal, they still deserve to go to court and go through due process. They don't deserve to die in the street. Mm-hmm. Every good person has a bad day, right? So let's not condemn yeah. people because, you know, when you see these things, the first thing the media does is they go out and they look for any criminal history or any kind of paraphernalia or anything to criminalize these people so that now it makes it justifiable, right? Look at George Floyd. Oh, we had something in his system, so now it's okay for him to put his knee on his neck for nine minutes. 
All right, imagine your son or daughter or imagine your mother or father and somebody puts their knee on their neck for nine minutes. I promise you, you will not try to find justification of it. I don't care what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's the hard part. But, you know, there's got to be a way, right? And, and, I, and I, you know, I really tip my hat to these professional athletes that are saying we believe the people that we entertain are more important than the money we're putting in our bank accounts because we're willing mm-hmm. to shut this down in order to show that we are ready to stand up for you. Right. In the past, you had Muhammad Ali, you had Jim Brown, you've had Mm -hmm. others. But as a collective group, I think it's a I think it's an awesome thing that they're coming together collectively. Now, I'm a huge NBA fan. It's my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. Would I be upset if they stopped playing? Yes. But do I understand why they stopped playing? Yes. And I'm okay with that because there are more important things in life than sports. But sports just helps all of us make it through life a little bit better, right? We can all look forward to that sporting event. We can all look forward to that to that game that's going to come on, that big game. Or we can all gain excitement over a catch, uh, over a basket, over, over those common goals that we all have. When you sit in the stands with fans, when you're in Eskimos, when you're in a the stadium there at Commonwealth, you don't care what political agenda the person next to you has. You don't care what color they are. You're there cheering on the same team for the same goal. That's what life should be about. It shouldn't be about always right and wrong. It's always how can we advance, right? How can we support the next man and woman, right? When you go to these games, you're supporting your team. Why can we not support the human race to want everybody to be better? There's going to be criminals. They all go to jail. You know, unfortunately, the little five-year-old got shot and killed. Uh, You know, that is horrible. Mm -hmm. But the guy who did that is now in prison. And he should be there for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. The guy who killed Breonna Taylor, the the guy who killed George Floyd, the guy who these other people, these cops that are killing people, aren't in prison. And that's the issue. Where's the justice? Because for me, I got fined $1,000 last year for asking the CFL a question on Twitter. And Randy Ambrosi said, you're a coach now. We hold you to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Where's the higher standard for police officers? Shouldn't they live to the highest standard? We should be able to walk down the street and look at every police officer in the eye and applaud them the way we applaud our military. Mm-hmm. And we but should we be able can. to trust every one of them, right? We should be able to trust them. Exactly. But we can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I've had my encounters. I've never been arrested, never had an issue, but I've had my encounters with the police over doing nothing. And, and guess what? That's what life is. I fear my life every time I get pulled over. But that's where we are as a society. Yeah. And it sucks to say, and it sucks to be in this situation in life, but we have to recognize what it is. And I think more people have to have empathy because you haven't went through it. You need to have empathy for the people that have. Doesn't mean you need to do anything special. You don't need to go out of your way to do anything special. 
but you just need to emphasize with people and then try to find a common ground and understanding to try to move forward with where we're going. Nick, as always, I mean, I know we've had you on many times to talk about football and the CFL, and we can't do that. But you know, I, I knew exactly what I was going to going wanted you on for, and and as usual, you delivered with uh, some great insight, and you spoke from the heart. And absolutely, we need to come together as one and and make this make this uh, world better, and get the bad apples out of the police force, so we all feel safe. And and uh, you know what? It's uh, you know you hit you hit all the points that that needed to be hit I think so I I applaud you and I thank you again for uh, coming on our show and I know we'll have you on again and um, I, let's hope the climate's a lot better when we when we talk again I don't know if it will but uh, you know I, it will. I always appreciate it will yeah I believe we always have to go through it and remember there's only one race it's the human race right there's not you a black it. heaven and a white heaven and an Asian heaven there's one heaven. Right. It's, it. it's, it's only one race. And I mean, uh, I hope everybody just spends their time to advance it in a positive way. But I appreciate you for having me on. Thanks, Nick. Take care. Okay. Be safe out there. Indeed. You as well. That's uh, Nick Lewis, former CFL receiver. Uh, it was JT Brown. I was, uh, I, I was, uh, referencing earlier and I couldn't remember, uh, on the Minnesota wild. And he's the one that raised his arms too, during the qualifying round in, uh, uh, to uh, protest against racial and social injustice. Uh, JT Brown just tweeted very simply, listening and learning about as good as my one-year-old. Leave it as that as we go. All right, so right now, nothing definitive about uh, what the decisions will be or decision will be going forward from NBA players as far as uh, how far the boycott will go. Will it threaten the rest of the uh, NBA restart? We just don't know. Uh, three games canceled today uh, and or postponed today and tomorrow I would expect there will probably be more postponements as well. NHL, they're playing, even though a lot of people think they shouldn't be playing, but they are. Uh, earlier today, the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, they even their second round Eastern Conference playoff series with a 4-3 win over the Islanders in overtime after one period of play in Toronto. Uh, the second game in Toronto, the Tampa Bay Lightning have a 2-1 lead or 2-0 lead over the Boston Bruins in game three of their series and the late game tonight, and it's still scheduled to be played. The Dallas Stars looking for the stranglehold 3-0 series lead on the Colorado Avalanche who are trying to uh, bite into that 2-0 lead. Next hour, we'll uh, talk with Chris King, voice of the Islanders, and next will be Brendan S. Scott from uh, Oilers Now and 6.30 to the afternoons. Uh, back with more. In a moment. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.